fucking assholes and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you want to cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? Wait, how many bottles slash cans of piss are there? There are currently three piss cans <laughs> in the garage. so great. Yeah, well, we are white trash as fuck right now. If you're going to do a podcast, do it right. It's goddamn okay? cold out here. I'm not going out into the yard to piss. Yeah, I don't want to make the 10-step fucking, you know, the 10-step journey through the Actually, cold yard to get right now. you have an installed I'm going to fill toilet. another bottle. Oh my God, he's going to pee right now. We're going to start the episode with some piss. Let me get this. The episode Let me get... is brought to you by... Hi, guys. What's going on? I am going to put the <laughs> microphone right down no in there. No sneaking a peek now, Joe. I'm not peeking. Classic. I can audio. see it registering on the computer. <laughs> Should I kick Potts' ass right now? <laughs> Do you want piss on the floor of your garage? <laughs> oh, God. What's going it's on getting, with that, dude? It's getting full. It's getting quiet. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. Topped her off. Good job. And you and you squeezed it, or were you all done? I'm done, right up to the neck. Oh my god! How lucky is that? <laughs> now leave that, leave that right That's there. A kamikaze beer. <laughs> yeah. That stays. <laughs> we'll keep that beer going for the rest of the episode. We'll just keep that right there. <laughs> I'll just leave what are the here. odds that one of us sips that? Really high, so I'm going to put it on the floor. No, don't do no, that. No, that's not a fun game. <laughs> we should we drinking should your each, own piss. We should each keep Dan. a beer and then one of those in front of us and then do the peaches thing and then play a game of... Who sips the piss? <laughs> no, not sips. We're drunk. This is the second episode, so we're, that's a gulp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to take at least a gulp and a half before we realize it's, it's warm. Hey, this is That's salty. <laughs> but this is the second episode of, you uh, well, second episode of this two-part series of Who Invited This Guy? And I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And tonight we are bringing you part two, which is going to give us the results of our Olympics. Oh, yeah. I can't fucking wait for that shit. Yes, because I'm going to win. No, I probably won't. I don't, ha- I don't have the body count and the money to win. Heaven's Gate maybe had like $8 when it was all done. Yeah, 40 um, people, you know. One cool thing I didn't bring up is that they each had five bucks in their pocket when they were found and three quarters. Five dollars because they had no jobs just in case they ran into anything out while they were trying to recruit people. And three dollar and uh, three quarters to make phone calls because pay phones were still a thing in 1997. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so anyway. Uh, I thought but, they cost a dime back then, though. Uh, yeah, it's a whole bunch of phone calls. Uh, yeah. I didn't really research what phone calls cost. <laughs> so, now, last, uh, you know, just to give you a little recap, you know, the last episode you heard, what we did was we did kind of what we call a uh, religious cult Olympics, and we pitted up three different religions slash cults, and we're going to find out who the winner is by doing a little bit of back-and-forth banter. Uh, but tonight we have an extended, uh, like, arm of that, because we're going to go into some more crazy cults, and we're also going to talk about, like, some strange gods, some weird religions that still exist today. It's going to be a lot of fucking fun. So I, I hope you're pumped. Dan, tonight's episode. I need I'm you, fucking pumped. On that folder, I need you to write Eric, Dan, and Josh. I can do that. I can in do that. In three separate categories. Oh, no, no, I can do 
Now, yeah. while Dan is doing that this evening, we are brought to you Cause it by... Because it takes me so long to write three names in a folder. <laughs> while Dan's trying to figure that out. <laughs> I was going to do a decent segue, but all right. Yeah, sorry. Um, we're brought to you tonight by Basil Hayden Bourbon. Again, just some fucking divinely smooth bourbon. Yeah, that bottle's about halfway just, gone. It's We're putting a dent in it, and I'm not feeling drunk enough to was not Was this full be cold. at the beginning of the last episode? No, I had okay. had about a... a Sixth of it. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, but it's yeah, it, done. it is incredibly smooth. It is incredibly smooth. love it. Um, and even though we went so long with the dimple pinch, it is nice to change it up and still get something uh, that's that smooth. And of course, on someone else's dime, <laughs> other than my own. Um, <laughs> what else do we got for them, Josh? Uh, drinking founders all day IPA can't uh, break a, a fixed thing. Episode two tonight, guys. See what happens when he doesn't get his double meat in his sandwich. I wanted it to be as awkward as possible because I'm sick of saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I want to make something different. I'm looking forward to cold beers, even though I'm freezing because I know it's not a bottle of piss. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) gotta make sure you feel your beer before you drink it tonight. Again tonight, I'm drinking Abita Purple Haze. It's a raspberry lager, unfiltered from the Abita Brewing Company, and it's fucking good. I'm not a fruity beer guy, but that's fucking good. You it's because like, it's not a fruit in your face. It's just kind of fruit with Yeah, it's not like water. a Hawaiian punch mm-hmm. dude that shows up in the commercial yeah. goes, how about a nice Hawaiian punch? And like yeah. everything turns the color and knocks the fucking kids out it's in Hawaiian like Island. <laughs> it's it's that in guy. that realm it of Grandicat where it has the fruitiness to it, but it's a beer first It's a fruit us. zing, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course we've also got some Amber Dos Equis, my friend, okay, because oh I am the most interesting man. Um, no, I can't even say in this garage because you guys are probably just as interesting uh. as me. So I, I really don't take any cake anywhere. I'm being that interesting. So. <laughs> uh, right, but we'll... I was able to write down three names in a folder. Yeah! Uh, so let's start with the peak number of worshippers. Dan, I'm not going to ask you. Yeah. Josh, what's your uh, worshiper number? Uh, uh, like church member numbers. So, so now uh, let's I'm recap. Still writing, last week, I'm guys. still writing Listen, 100. If right, <laughs> if right now you don't know what we're talking about, you need to pause, go back one episode, listen to that nearly two hour long episode, and. <laughs> Oh, wow. God. It came out of both ends. Well, we'll, we'll go over real here. simply. We all discussed a, a different religion slash cult last episode, and we're doing like a point system now. It's yeah, like an Olympics. Cults. Yeah. They're all cults. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> doing, so we're doing like an Olympics. Now we're going to do a point system to see which one takes the cake in all these different categories we're talking about. So I lose uh, the first category, which is total members, because mine was a small little just we're a bunch of fucking psychos who are going <laughs> to jump on a UFO. And I only had maybe a little over 100 at most ever for Heaven's Gate. So, yeah. um, so I'm definitely losing that one to Mormonism and Scientology. But, uh, Josh, what, what do you think your numbers are? Uh, well, I've heard anywhere from 30,000 to 20 million, so I'm going to cut that we'll in go, half. We'll go to 10 mil. We'll go 10 mil. 10 million. That's fair. And as a registered number in 2012, uh, I had 14.8 million in Mormonism. And they were actively recruiting. And they say the numbers double every 10 years. So we can realistically say about 16 million. I'll put that down. 16 mil. So we'll just give me the point on that one. Okay, Uh, but my name still looks the best on the folder, (laughs) so I get the next. The next one I have, I might win as well. We have a start date, end date. So the longest run. Most definitely. So uh, Josh started in the late 60s. 52 it started. Okay, that's when he actually did 
Is that when he, he started wrote the Church of Scientology? That's when he started the church. Yeah. All right, so I'm 1830 to current, so I'm gonna just go ahead and say I win that. So one. you're 200 plus. <coughs> Josh is 50 plus. Mine was 23. I'm almost years. Okay. 200. Yeah. But right. yes, so I win that one. Now I won't win this one. The most violent and crazy actions as a church. Now this is one we can have a conversation about. Okay, absolutely. Um, now because Heaven's Gate. Um, and now, you can't say violent, I guess, because it's willing. But it's mean, crazy. But it's fucking crazy. I mean, you had eight dudes who willingly got castrated. Not only got castrated, but down in Mexico. And then For everyone... Fun. Yeah. And then everyone also just overdosed on barbiturates and vodka and then put his bags over their head to asphyxiate. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's that's pretty crazy. Because yeah. they had to make sure they caught the UFO. Okay? Yes. So it makes sense. <laughs> no. um, yeah, um, that just, was just following Hale Bob. Yeah, hell Bob. There was just a UFO at the end of it uh, mm. because Marshall Appleboy said so. It was yeah, just fucking that's all there. that stuff behind the comet, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes total fucking <laughs> sense. Yeah, so not crazy at all. With mine, I've got a bunch of skirmishes with the Indians. So I'm going to go ahead and say probably not me. So a lot of cattle lost their lives in your defense. <laughs> I you mean, had several hundred people confirmed dead. Yeah, yeah but how many people has Scientology killed on the down low? I mean, I don't know. The numbers <laughs> we aren't don't know, out there. but that's the point. Like, they're more in how many people have the had the Clinton Foundation killed? Exactly. We, don't know. we don't know. But we can go ahead and guess a lot of people. So yeah. I'm thinking Scientology. They have you've the got money to get toll. the job done. Yeah, yeah they do. They have the money to get the job done. I think so, I would. I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring here like, and say that Scientology gets the numbers on that. I don't know, but man. we don't even have numbers to know, show because though. That's they're really about blackmail and destroying someone's reputation in the media okay, and discrediting well, them to you know everyone who the thought they thing, knew them. Well, I would now you win most. But I win craziest category so far. Well, I like you know Heaven's Gate wins craziest category again. This category is no, I mean the, the most violence. violent okay. and crazy actions and the largest number of them. God damn it! I'm gonna lose all these. I, I think I, I think Scientology takes the number the craziest on that one. actions. The the most number of crazy or violent actions. I think Scientology gets that because. Yeah, you, Dan, you've got 40 people who killed themselves to ride the tail of a comet and take the next bus out of this bitch, but Scientology Scientology's been going for fucking 65 years, 70 years, and they are just blackmailing people constantly. God knows how many people they've killed. I think Scientology takes that one in that... Uh, just how, that category. how vicious they can be. So I'll just give you, I'll just give you the... the there we go. All right. Now, now, here's a different one, but in the same vein. The estimated death toll. Um, I don't... Obviously, I want to win this overall, but I want to be fair. So, I've got, like, Mormons killed around two to 300 people. And, I mean, confirmed. I, I gotta be honest with you, like, I, like, again, with the Scientology thing, like, we don't actually have people dead on record because of Scientology. Like, I would probably give that one to you because even though it was like cattle wars, you yeah. at least have the deaths yeah. Yeah. on record. Know. Hundreds yeah, of people dead. Yeah, I mean, so I could okay. probably say like maybe 90 people. All right, oh for 4 killed. over here. <laughs> Let's keep on rolling. Right. <laughs> what are the financial statistics of your cult? Josh gets that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 5 bill. 
billion. Two hundred million annual. I mean the. Uh, so you're in the billions. You were probably. <laughs> I know I'm in the billions, but I'm gonna go ahead and just say Josh takes that one. Gotcha. With, right, so uh, Scientology, because Scientology is Scientology top down costs a fucking, the most money. It for is each a individual scheme. person to complete. Of course, it's a massive pyramid mm. scheme with aliens. Yep. What's the next thing you got? <laughs> All right. The number of crazy perpetrations against the general populace or the members of the cult. I should probably just drop out of the running. My guys are definitely getting the bronze on this one. Like they're just too small an operation to be able to hold up yeah. to Scientology. Well, yeah, the Scientology. Well, the mine might take that one. Wait, now was it uh, against the, society, right? Against society and or against the cult members, members of the cult. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably got to be Scientology again yeah. because Mormons generally are, are, like, they don't do too much. Nowadays, they're a really peaceful cult. Right. Wow. So we got to, again, give that one to Josh, too. So I'm just going to write violent fucks. Okay. okay. Violent fucks. The, there we go. The most sexually perverted. Uh, now, I was hoping say... you did Jonestown for this, because you'd be racking up points left and oh, right I, over I, here. I know, but our, the thing was not to pick the one that was going to win. The point was to do your favorite, and, <laughs> right. and, I, and I, I love Heaven's Gate. I, think I picked fucking... Scientology because I wanted to learn more about it, because I've right. always heard about it, but I didn't really know that they believed that we were... Well, then this is going to be a <laughs> tight one, because it's sexually perverted. Dan, you got people lobbing their fucking sacks off. Yeah. I got people marrying multiple women, but is that perverted or fun? Josh, you've got a fucking fat Captain Crunch lookalike who's probably just not having sex. Uh, if he is, yeah. he's raping girls Nowadays, on Sea Org or it's little Tom boys. Tom Cruise, you know? Tom Cruise has some sex appeal. So, oh, well, no. We're not there. We're not there yet. So, yeah. Let's go ahead and converse on this one. So, who's the most sexually perverted amongst these cults? Well, see, I mean, Heaven's Gate. Not de- I mean, well, Heaven's Gate also, you know, denounced. Cult. Not se- leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they denounced sexual activity. So, we'd have to look to Appleway. I mean, the only perverted thing they did, which was actually to avoid perversion, you know, and of course I want to win and I could try and fight my way to get myself points on this, but they actually did what they did to avoid perversion. They lobbed their nuts off. They if you cut their mm-hmm. testicles off. Voluntarily to avoid because sexual acts, the though. cult said, "Don't do that." Yeah, I mean it's pretty fucked That's up. Pretty fucked That's up. Pretty, That's pretty sexually perverted. That takes some fucking determination, man. Especially when I, it's voluntary. I might give it to Dan right on this. Hey, if I'm gonna get a point given me, I'll take it. So I'm gonna write yeah. perverts. All right, Most so I get that dedicated. point. <laughs> 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 Woo! One for seven. Let's keep <laughs> on rolling. All right. Um. I want to know the lowest age at which the leader fucked someone in the pooper. Well, for um, Apple White, uh, the guy was uh, like 16. Uh, you know, the student he had uh, that he had sex How with. How about that? He actually did fuck him in the pooper. Yeah, so, so for <laughs> Apple White, he gets, he, he gets like a teenage boy. Yeah. All right, what do you think Hubbard did? I don't think L. Ron was involved in any child sex. He had a wife, Sarah Northrup. I think he had another wife after her, but... He wasn't really involved in child molestation. All right, and as far as the Church of Mormonism goes, you can fuck multiple women, so why fuck kids? I think Dan gets another point on this. Cool, so 16-year-old pooper. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back back to the uh, the superpowers over here on this side of the table. Range of influence. Now, Josh, this is one you and me are going to go ahead and have to battle out. Um, um, I've well, got... you said that there is no Mormon church in New Jersey. 
There is a Scientology temple I, in Elizabeth, New Jersey. There's a Scientology temple in Philadelphia. There's a Scientology temple in New York. So within an hour and a half, there is at least three places we could go to practice Scientology. Okay. And it is but, countrywide and worldwide. I am also worldwide with more people outside of the country than inside the country. That's true. There are more Mormons around the world. Uh, and notice I said around the world. This is not flat, you fucking <laughs> flat earth faggots. Um, uh, how do you know, though? And, Have you ever been, like, off the earth and, those, and like, looked down and saw the, the members? Earth? The members of Heaven's Gate have. <laughs> Riding hail bomb. As those, <laughs> as those numbers of mine have been confirmed, I'm going to go ahead and argue myself to take that point because I can prove that of... In 2012, 14.8 million people, at least 7.8 million but people how many different are countries? outside of the country, worldwide. It is worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, this is, now, this China, is worldwide, because I'm uh, tax-exempt in eight countries. Well, I'm not talking tax exempt. It's it's range of reach, not uh, well, what it's, it's your also reach accomplishes. Well, it's also total worldwide influence, though, right? Isn't that the category worldwide influence? It's uh, the way I wrote it is range of influence. So range how of influence. far yeah. range has of influence the religion gone? Has infiltrated the U.S. government. Mormonism's done that the is same. a pretty big fucking influence, wouldn't you say? Mormonism did the same thing. So, I, and I won't argue that. Yours How didn't. many Mormon senators are there? Uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney's Mormon. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. He is. He. That's he awesome. He was almost the president. How many wives does he have? He doesn't. Uh, do polygamy. And he's not so, really Mormon. So no, polygamy That's is the whole only thing about part being Mormon. Of the external factions of <laughs> one uh, place, Mormonism. One place where you might have this range thing on lockdown is the fleet of ships that's constantly circling the world it recruiting. Really <laughs> that it's might help your range. Mormons are <laughs> constantly sending on bikes all the way around the world on yeah, missionaries. on the missionaries' dollar. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive. I think so that that Mormons, pays. Mormons might put a lot more effort into recruiting new members. Than Scientologists do so. Yeah, and I'm talking. You don't Africa, see Scientologists going door to door. You know. No. You don't see that. So I think I would argue for me on this one. I think you might have that. One. I think I take this one. Take yeah, I mean, I would. The only reason I would ever I would give it to you is not only because of the constant ship circling, but if you were to change this to um like. Because it's just range of influence. But if you were to talk about type of influence and you were to go negative... Because I don't feel like the Mormons have had a huge negative impact on the world. I feel like Scientology has really brought... You know, obviously its members are in a negative place. Just like everyone else who's in pyramid schemes. But they don't just think talking, they're in a negative place. Yeah, they love it. They love it, dude. All right, so you've got range then, okay. Right. They feel so much better after an audit. They get so excited when it's audit day. Alright, so here's one that's going to be between you and Dan. How isolated do they keep their people? Now, the Mormons keep their people generally isolated, but because they're so widespread and they're out proselytizing, they're dealing with the general public on a day-to-day -day basis, 
they're not keeping people away from the public, so I'm going to go ahead and pull myself out of the race on this one. Well, Heaven's Gate, they were not allowed to talk to family. Everywhere they stayed, they had curtains drawn. They were not allowed to have jobs. They did not communicate with the outside world. They avoided press coverage by living nomadically in tents and remote campgrounds. So they stayed pretty fucking secluded. Uh, that is that really keeps secluded. your people very isolated. Now, on Josh's behalf, there's I will say... There's a boat in the ocean. <laughs> That's pretty fucking isolated. And not only that, if you want to leave the Church of Scientology, they will ruin your fucking life. That is they true. They will destroy you both personally... Financially, and Applewhite didn't do that to his people. Like, you know, like I told you, the one guy who told Applewhite, like I feel like I have a calling to actually leave and do our work elsewhere. You know, he he let him go without, like you know, he people left without there being threats or violence against them. Mm-hmm. They weren't a violent thing. So as much as they were secluded within themselves, you trying to leave. Um, I think Applewhite knew that like his people weren't going to go around because they didn't. They once they left, they didn't go like run to the media or blurt shit out. They kind of just. You know, just went on with their regular life. So they were secluded, but he didn't try to stop people from leaving. All right, so here's the thing, though. So that qualifies heavily for isolation. Yeah. Um, Josh's religion, uh, so Scientology, that qualifies heavily for you're isolated against the outside world because it's nearly impossible to rejoin the outside world. Now, you could rejoin them, but you were so far removed from them, Dan, that you wouldn't even try. So that's a huge amount of isolation. Um, and then Josh has the isolation for fear of retribution. Now Plus again, the rehabilitation camps yeah. and the, um, uh, and, what was it called, where you cut off your family. And uh, and the reason he takes the cake it. on this one is because they only ever had to keep about 100 people isolated. Scientology keeps a large number yeah. of people isolated. So, uh, again... Because I don't have to win this one. I, I'm glad I did the research on the cult. I did. I don't have to win. I'm not going to like fucking be out here like trying to suck dick for Coke money, a.k.a. points in the Olympics. So, we you know, took some really heavy hitters. Yeah, I mean, know, I'll, I'll give it to Josh. I mean, obviously, he's got to keep a vast majority of people. You know, Scientology keeps a vast yeah. majority of people more secluded and than I, Heaven's Gate ever I had. I do so. think that Josh wins that one mainly because... How much information do we really have on Scientology? Uh, not you, a lot. Yeah. They are oh, you mean fucking you mean his range of thirty thousand to twenty million? Yeah. yeah not exactly. a lot of info coming out. All right. <laughs> so Josh takes the point on that one. Now we're gonna move over to the overall agenda of the cult. Another one that I'm gonna remove myself from the running on because while it is dumb as fuck that some dude stuck his head under a burlap sack in a box and talked through a fake Bible. The agenda was to get people to love each other. And I don't think that's a scary agenda. Now, Dan, you've got a suicide cult. And Josh, you've got a worldwide pyramid scheme. Again, I'm going to have the two of you battle this one out. Well, (laughs) go ahead. Uh, My cult has the agenda to clear the entire planet or make all the money from all the people and pay zero taxes. My cult had the agenda of bringing people to a higher level and removing them from this planet that was apparently going to be recycled and refurbished, and the only way to get them out was to hop on the fucking UFO. (laughs) So now, my agenda was more peaceful. The the agenda here was to get off this planet before it gets recycled, as Applewhite always put it, and the best way to do that is let's all dress in the same jogging suit. Here, have these pills after your Marie calendars, and let's hop on the fucking UFO. (laughs) So, I mean, the general overall, and I don't think Applewhite had this agenda 
I don't think he was doing it to control. I think he was doing it because of he was rejecting his homosexuality in all ways. He went through a schizophrenic episode, and this was just how he really made himself feel better and surrounded himself with with people to kind of just. I don't think he had anything beyond. Like, I know that sounds crazy to say. I don't think he had uh, negativity in his heart. He was just a fucking whack job. Right. Um, <laughs> it didn't so, sound like any of that stuff was negative. You know, even the deaths were very nice and peaceful. And they all accepted it. So when you say overall agenda, um, who's got like the bigger agenda? Clearly Scientology, because they're a bigger organization. Okay. So they do have the bigger agenda. Huh? If we're just talking size of agenda, yeah. yeah. Now who's got the weirder fucking agenda? Heaven's Gate. Jumping so on that UFO that's, is pretty weird. But yeah, so it's all the about... Scientologists believe that, you know... The, the Heatons, Thetons, Wheatons, Wheaties, what are they called? Time and space. You yeah, know, so, so they're weird too. So, I mean, I'll, fuck, I don't give a fuck. I'll give you that one too. I don't give the a one thing I will so, say agenda. is that while your agenda ended, my agenda continues, continues. to Continues, yeah, that's yeah. another important point. Yeah. Okay, so what is the most innocent cult? Mine, His. all day long. Heaven's Gate, they were not Absolutely. They were not looking... Um, it's non-violent. Yeah, they, they didn't, not only is it non-violent, uh, but they weren't... Like, Applewhite, I don't feel like... It, they weren't making shit up to get... Um, you know, he wasn't in it just for the... Like, they took people's money, obviously, you know, to... But they didn't. their members didn't have jobs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, so they didn't, like, take all their people's money and shit like that. They even ran a legit website to earn money. His end goal was about just getting to the higher level of human existence. So I would have to say that Heaven's Gate actually takes most innocent, especially when you watch when you watch people who, you know, talk about like the hell they went through in Mormonism sometimes or the hell they went through in Scientology. Everyone in Heaven's Gate was like, Yup, glad I lopped off my nuts. Glad I'm hopping on this fucking UFO. Marie Callender's was awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were generally happy I, with the decision they made. I think Mormonism's got a place in this conversation too. Okay. Because you get Mormons, they go knocking door to door and be like, Hi, do you believe in Jesus the same way I do? <laughs> now go fuck yourself. No? Okay, so you have a great day. God bless. And they leave. Like, they're not a suicide cult. They're not an angry, money-grubbing cult. Well, they they're are, because just... you did say they have to buy their way into the higher levels of heaven. Like, if you no, don't they... pay the 10%, and that's not, a, that's not an innocent thing. Like, they're telling you, hand over your cash. Yeah, but that... Or you say Church Motel Purgatory. put out to help the uh, the homeless within the religion. There's a lot of people end up with nice the... websites in the 80s thanks to Heaven's Gates. <laughs> <laughs> it, helps, it helps the homeless, the hungry, the underfed, the underprivileged. Now, they, yeah, they still want you to have kids. But guess what? The church is going to help you out because you can't afford to have kids. They still want you to have kids because you need more Mormons. But I, I don't see any malice in that. No one ever told all the Mormons, like, all right, guys, you want to get to that third level of heaven on the seventh planet next to the third sun, you're going to go ahead and have see, to kill yourself. I see a little bit of malice in anyone who tells a group of people how they live their life. Which Heaven's Gate did, though, too. I mean, he kept... They all do. Yeah. It's a cult. Yeah, yeah. all but still, there's did. malice in all of it. But, um... I mean, I'm, I mean, you make the call, and I don't give a fuck. You make the call. Who do you think has the more in, is, are Mormons more innocent in what they've got going on, or did the freaks See, in Heaven's the Gate have more? Mormons went through all that bloody history and stuff too. 
Yeah, you can't well, rack up that many more deaths than me and get to claim more innocent. Two to three hundred deaths, as opposed and to that was zero during until the Indian final time Wars. Where they did a that was, and, and basically all those deaths were they were killing Indians who were stealing their horses. Or I'm gonna pull a Scientology on you, and I'm gonna use what was recorded. You quoted, you were quoted saying. Mormonism has some fucking blood on their hands. They do. So that, so that I want to take, the I want to take the innocence points. I okay. think Heaven's Gate gets them on that one. All right. Just because I'm going to play back the tape like a scientist. <laughs> <Don't laughs> so hold, can you hold the cans, please? <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, if we talk about today, how much good are both of your cults doing in the world? Mormonism is clearly. Yeah, you win that one. Not using that one as a, uh, a thing here. So um, I got two left. What's the most fun cult to be in? Hmm. Well, one where you lock you're your nuts all, off. Yeah. You're I'm all dead. Yeah. I'm I got off. the celebrities. Yeah, but I got the celebrities. But they're all snitching on each other and telling each other they're gonna murder their families if they don't subside. I'm off the table on of, this one. I got a bunch of dudes on bicycles driving around smiling. The only I'm way. I'm gonna go ahead and say I got the most fun cult to be in because they're alive. Uh, and and you get they're not snitching on each other. Yeah, uh, right? yeah, but mine could be at the higher existence. They could be having a fucking ball right now, and you just don't know it. That's so, true. So even though I can't prove it, I could have the most fun cult to be in, but... They're we'll, all dead. We'll give it to the happy bike riding Mormons, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you get to have multiple wives. Yeah! And, uh... But... Yeah, whatever, we'll give it to you. Happy. So that's the most fun cult to be in. And guys, I'm sorry. And I swear to God, I wrote this list down before I decided. uh, Me and Josh were going to either do Scientology or Mormonism. He picked Scientology. I picked Mormonism. After I made this list, the final thing I have on the list of Olympic uh, events is the sexiest leader, guys. And guess what? That takes us from a 553 to a six five three because your dude looks like George Yo. Carlin with a thumb in his butt. Your dude looks like a cracked out. My Captain dude has Crunch. that sexy captain hat. Yeah, and all the <laughs> fake medals that he gave himself. Yeah, and looks I've like got a very handsome fat man. Brigham Young <laughs> is a healthy blonde, smiling young gentleman, and Joseph Smith, same thing, handsome young gentleman. So, now, when it so, comes to sexiest members of the cult, I'm going to say my celebrities. I said that. sexiest leader. Yeah, sexiest leader. That's what I had written not. down. So I will say this. I was already done researching Heaven's Gate pretty much when I suggested the whole religious cult thing to these guys. I had no idea Homeboy was going to spin into Olympics. But I, I won't use that. I well, fucking lost this I one. I had Mike from From the Pit. Mm-hmm. And our friend Keith that we work with, I had them help me make this list. So this is not a list that I cooked up so that I could win. It does seem pots heavy, but I'll take your word for I, it. I had two other people who suggested, I'd say like eight out of ten of what I wrote, uh, what I wrote down. It was their suggestions as to what they wanted yeah. to see hey, it's in all the good. Olympics. Current leader of Scientology, David Miskovich. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Pull up the current leader of Mormonism oh. real quick. He's not a bad-looking dude. Right. Pull up the current leader of Mormonism. Oh, he has and a then, full head of hair. And then I... He has a nice face, stunning blue eyes. And I will go ahead... He's a skinny gent. And I will take the bullet. Oh, and I will he's be- a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Scientology <laughs> takes sex with his current leader. <laughs> and that makes it 6-6. Six, six, three, right? Wait, hold on. 
<laughs> no, this may, yeah, this no, this makes you win. Sexiest founder, this, sexiest. This decision leader. decides the winner because you both sit at five before this decision. Oh shit, David. Now you could is got, a good you guys dude. could just yield and say that Apple White is just a sexy looking drugged Holy up Mr. Shit. Rogers, and then you guys can just tie, and I'll still take last. <laughs> no, is Jerry I'm, Seinfeld in Scientology. Dude, that just popped come on up now. right next to David. Look, look at Joseph Smith. That is a handsome young Quaker. But that's a uh, painting. Look at that fucking guy. Oh, he's Tom Cruise. <laughs> he's Tom Cruise. Cruise. And he has, he has billions of dollars for plastic surgery. Even still, he's a good-looking dude. Let me see your, your most recent guy. He's a no, dude. No, 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 no. Let me see John I'm Smith. Up, or, I'm pulling uh, up Joseph Smith. Smith. Let's Look at Joseph that Smith. fucking guy. Oh, uh, he's pretty regal. He is a smug, handsome son of a bitch. Yeah. He might he might take well. They're very Dude, similar. Dude, pull up a picture of Elron Hubbard. They're <laughs> very Come similar. Come on, pull up a picture of Elron so, Hubbard. Wait, but are we using leader or founder? You yeah. did write leader. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> yeah, I did write leader. But I it shouldn't be that because of the cans and the box, because of the stones. How about, how about L. Ron when he founded it? He wasn't a fat fuck back then. No, how about that? He, he does look like a reptilian. See, now, Josh, what you don't understand is, what you don't understand is, since you didn't pay a 10%, we're changing the word leader to founder, <laughs> so you're out. Yeah, now. Captain Crunch tendencies. looking motherfucker. Ugh. Well, All right. don't make me Look make that decision. Look at that fucking tie. Look at that it's tie. It's an escot. Ooh, it's good. Ooh, it's good. <laughs> Isn't that sexy it's with that pop escot. collar? Well, sexiest leader. It's not L. Ron Hubbard. There he is in that sexy hat, though. Mm. <laughs> he looks There's like that captain's the hat. captain. As in, like, the captain and Gilligan, too. <laughs> That's the skipper, man. The skipper, there you go. He looks like the skipper. Well, um... You guys gonna make me make the decision? Make the decision. Well, when it comes to if L. Ron Hubbard looks better than Joseph Smith, the answer's no, he does not. (laughs) Right. Joseph Smith is a better-looking man. Alright, so let's say... We'll say that if it was supposed to be founder... Then Potts wins. If it's supposed to be leader, Josh wins. Well, all right. So leader would be the same thing. Like, all right. So your dude died. My dude's founder leader. and leader. Yeah. <laughs> when I said leader, I I definitely I, meant founder. He, he, no, he was I thinking Elron when he made up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, yeah, no. And I had in my mind both Elron Hubbard and Joseph Smith before I chose whether I was going to get Elron or Joseph Smith. I told you to make the decision. You yeah. wanted to do Scientology to well, take sure a little bit of a deep dive. I really don't care one way or the other. Well, I'm sure the people. So I'm sure the people at home. We all lose. We're yeah. talking about cults. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the people at home are tired of hearing us debate this, so we'll just go ahead and we're gonna say that, that oil painting of Joseph Smith wins it. Uh, he's a <laughs> glorious looking man, so we'll just give it to him. And even what though Elron, and even though L. Ron Hubbard, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who didn't let blacks be part of the church until the 
latter portion. All right, of so the Mormonism wins 20th century. <laughs> with a very, very cut hair close second of Scientology. Like and hanging out in the background with the jogging suits on is Heaven's Gate. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. So uh, that would be the Colt Olympics winner. I'll stand here at my bronze medal with no problem because I have some other funny shit to talk about. No, yeah, no, yeah. that's the thing. So not only did you guys get, get to, to enjoy the recap of the last episode, you got the points. We've got the gold with Mormonism, silver with uh, Scientology, and the bronze coming up with Heaven's Gate. <laughs> and now we have some real psychopaths to continue talking about. Yes, we got some good shit. Now, because we're not done. Before, if I, before I get into this fun shit, I mean, if you guys want me to recap fucking Jonestown, like, I'm just saying it might take me a little bit. Jo- Let's go for it. Give right. me Let's a five to ten minute synopsis Jones- of Jonestown. Yeah, I, mean, well, Jones- Jones- I just, I mean, I just listened to seven hours worth of Jonestown. Yeah, me too. And you're saying five ten minutes. Jonestown I'll do what I can. Jonestown is the most fucked up cult. Right. The most famous cult yeah, ever. So, that was a suicide slash murder now, cult. You know, now, yeah. uh, you don't have to insert too much because I know I'm leaving a bunch of shit out. Let's just go with this. Now, um, Jim Jones. Let's just start with him. As a kid, he showed a lot of signs of already beginning to control people in methods of bullying and trying to scare kids that he hung out with by showing them creepy shit and like telling them they had to do it or he fucked with them. Loved the Hitler Youth. Yeah, he, like, yeah. Hit, he was a huge fan of Hitler and the way he there was warning signs people. from the beginning. But yet, this dude did not grow up to be this bad dude in the beginning, or at least what it looked like to everyone else. Okay, so anyway. If we just get to the you know, bread and butter of it all, uh, this, of course, was in Indianapolis where all this shit began, okay? And uh, Jim Jones had, you know, gone on a thing where he had kind of, he had driven around the country and he had seen all the different, like, evangelicals, like the way they do shit, right? Um, and, you know, he had started, he had mixed socialist ideas with religious ideas, okay? Christianity and socialism, but it was heavier on the God thing at First, okay, and you see later he kind of dwindles that away to the point where even in his meetings he's like throwing the Bible around and even challenging God to strike him dead in the middle of people to show them that like, and it's weird how he did this. You know what I mean? Like he he was telling people to believe in God, but then was going against well, it at the he same was time. Flip flopping just like Mitt Romney. Yeah, where he would uh, he would go he's talk a to a, he would go talk to religious groups. And throw religion around real hard. Then yep, he would to go to like an in. agnostic atheist scientific group, and he would talk this like the science agnostic yeah. uh, side. He, so, he went whichever way benefited him at the time and the yeah. people and he then was he, trying to recruit. On the side, he would tell. All right, so he's talking to scientists. On the side, he would tell the religious guys, "Listen, we're still really religious, but we need more members. So just hush up." And then he would go talk to the religious groups, and he'd tell on the side all of the agnostic atheists, "Like, all right, guys, listen, it's not." really a religion but let's just go with this we need more members he was playing both sides of the field the whole time and as he slowly began to develop this people were people who were joining the people's temple um which eventually that's what he founded he built the first temple whatnot and they had bounced around between you know different spots in indiana as well as out in california and shit and it became a real socialist thing. And there was a, a heavy black population in his temple because he used the whole segregation thing Civil to his advantage. Yeah, he was letting them know, like, your country isn't looking out for you, but I am. And the kind of shit he did, again, you'd have to... Not only did this dude do a lot of work with the elderly, okay? Like, staying at elderly homes with people, like, until he they passed. Ran and multiple ran, homes. Right, ran multiple homes. And But on top of that, the, the work he was doing in the black community... For instance... 
he would walk into you know because it wasn't you know seg- it wasn't desegregated at this time like even things like restaurants well th- legally it was desegregated but not by practices yeah it wasn't desegregated but yet. he so would like in roll Indiana, into there would just be white only counters still. right and he would roll into restaurants and this was his way of doing things now obviously he's going to pay the tab so it's no big deal but he would roll into restaurants that obviously were dead at like one in the afternoon ones that were you know you know segregated still or wouldn't allow blacks to even seat them and he'd be like look i can fill your restaurant up for you right now but you got, got 35 black people with me yeah. right now. We are going to load your counter. We're going to fill your cash register, but they're black. Yeah. And so, but, and they would go for it because, you know, it, think about it. You're a restaurant or a diner, whatever the fuck you are. And it's one o'clock in the afternoon on like a Wednesday. Like you're going to take the money over, you know, just these empty seats. So he would fill them up and, you know, over time people would see this and it, Pretty much naturally became desegregated because they're like, well, we'll take it. You know and what I mean? Of course, he picked up the tab. Yeah, of course he did. He picked up the tab off their money anyway that he was collecting from. Them. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, <laughs> business owners realize that you know a dollar's a dollar. There's also there's also a lot of blacks in his temple who were having like their power would get shut off, even if it wasn't for non-payment. But they would try to call to get their power turned back on, and they'd be ignored because they were clearly black. And he would write letters and have like he had political people on his side, and he would get people oh, utilities turned back in his on. Pockets. He had district attorneys in the pocket. Do like. crazy shit politically involved, and he just he worked his way up all over the place. You know the dude in the beginning sold spider monkeys door to door to make yeah. extra money. He sold <laughs> fucking awesome. spider monkeys door to door to make <laughs> extra cash. Yes, I want a monkey. Now, now this motherfucker yeah. also faked several <laughs> assassination shit. attempts. Like so would have a member fire a gun, and he would like. Because they had members' blood. They had members' blood because they faked, like, removal of cancers and shit oh, like that. Oh, that was one of the crazy shit. So when he's doing his giant sermons to, like, thousands of people in a new city, he was a traveling salesman of his own religion. So he would go into a town, he would, like, remove a cancer from someone, they would leave the stage and come back, and this dude would just have, like, a bucket of pig entrails yeah and be like this is a cancer and they're like let me see it oh no 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 you can't see it you get too close to it you're gonna get the cancer yeah they would make oh, it God. seem as though they passed it like through their like you know through a bowel movement like passed the cancer out of them like and it was just like pig entrails and shit like that uh-huh. now oh and they were all plants and the people's temple even had a monkey as a mascot mr muggs okay um he was a chimpanzee that they actually had he was he like lived there and they kept him caged up most of the time which is pretty fucked up now inside the temple so there's all these good looking things on the outside but like he's faking assassination attempts all kinds of crazy shit and but on the inside he was getting to the point where not only was he doing humiliating things to people like he actually had a fuck schedule there was a woman who really wanted to be with him and sleep with him and he pretty much straight up told her that she was yeah, not good ugly. enough yeah you're not good enough to fuck but i'll tell you what you can do for me you can run my fuck schedule and he, they would rotate women and men there's a few men who like jim jones straight would walk up to and ask would you like me to fuck you in the ass and they were like uh nope uh, but, <laughs> but and straight like he would just right up to and he said I would do that for you if you want like he'd put their hands on their shoulders and be like you want me to fuck you in the ass because I will do that for you like if you want me to like he believed he was as divine as shit yeah so at this point uh, now where Dan's at he's now getting a god complex so yeah. he has gone from just a prophet of bringing this new religion 
to people and bringing them into the church and helping people, helping the world. He is now a prophet. He is now a god yes. among men. Um, and now at the same time that you're talking about, he's also starting to create an inner circle. And this inner circle of people are getting fucked with even more than just the general populace. Yes. On multiple occasions, he pulled his whole uh, inner circle together and handed out cups of the flavor aid and like, all right, everybody, drink this. We're going to die and we're going to transcend to the next plane. And then no one wanted to drink it, so he pulled a fucking gun out like, you're going to drink this. And everyone drank it, and no one died, and like 20 minutes later, after just sitting there silently for 20 minutes after drinking poison, he goes, nope, wasn't poison, guys. It was a test. It, it was just a test. Y'all passed. Remember I said Applewhite did shit like that with the tests? That's you know fucked mean? up. And, but this makes people... But he people... started doing it regularly. <laughs> yeah, and he was... Physic, they were physically and mentally abusive to the members. They would call members up to the front. There was one woman he had strip and pointed out every reason why he wouldn't fuck her in front of the whole congregation and then made her sit there naked during the rest of the hour-long sermon he was given. For this what dude purpose? would All right, so these people were working they were, 14 to 16 hours a day, uh, either making new churches or yeah. uh, working on the homesteads. And then after that... Two to four hours a day, Jim Jones, and he recorded all of this. He would just talk would just and have sit meetings there. and just ramble the fuck on about just all kinds of shit. Incoherently. So at this yeah. point now... It wasn't incoherent yet because he wasn't on the meth yet, well, but, but he just fucking went on. And this is before they did the hard work down in the jungles of Guyana, which we'll get to. Well, that you need the meth for. Yeah, absolutely. That was just Jim Jones, though. No one else was allowed to be intoxicated. Yeah, uh, and no that's alcohol, why he no wore drugs, no the sunglasses all the time. Yeah, and you know he's pictures... going to be awake for three days, so he's going to make sure that nobody's doing any drugs or alcohol. So he starts faking these assassination attempts. He then realizes that he can't truly trust anyone. So he gets a lawyer on his side. Yep. A amazing lawyer. All these cult leaders become paranoid as shit. Oh, so he starts running everything and micromanaging thousands of people. So at this point, they're up to thousands of people. They dip down in uh, attendance once they start moving around a lot. Yeah, and they dip down at one point when he actually moved to Brazil. Before this shit got this bad, he moved to Brazil to try and start something down there, but he failed. And he wasn't big on failures. And that was one of his turning points because he failed to establish something down there. And while he was gone, the People's Temple was kind of falling apart back in America. So when he came back, not only was that a failure, but there was also a guy he had met on the road of the evangelical bullshit. Did he fuck that guy? No. His yeah. name was – he went by Father Divine. And Father Divine was able to pull the same kind of bullshit with, like, to get people to believe things. He, uh, Father Divine, a black guy with a black wife. An older black wife, obviously, because he was an older black gentleman. And he convinced people that after she died, that her soul had jumped bodies into this young, fresh white girl. And they all just kind of bought it. And this was now his new wife because, nice. oh, well, she jumped bodies. Like, that's what happened. Fresh so then meat. after Father Divine died, Jim Jones then loaded up buses. They were always taking bus trips with hundreds of people crammed in these buses. Like, the whole People's Temple yeah, just getting these. he bought a small fleet of oh, buses. Yeah, dude. And they would just take trips. They drove from California to Philly because he was just convinced. And he actually was so arrogant, he brought extra buses thinking that Father Divine's congregation would just join him. He showed up and said, oh, by the way, Father Divine, I'm him now. He jumped into me, like trying to take this woman, oh like to see if she would buy the bullshit. And they were kind of like, no. And he even got to the point where they were like, look, you need to get the hell out of here and never come back. 
So they had this whole cross-country back drive where they said Jim Jones was completely different than he'd ever been before. And you could just tell he had failed and he doesn't take failure lightly. But he doesn't even drop the narcissism and crazy lying at that point. So on the drive back, he's like... So in the past, he had said how like... um, Oh, this lawyer woman wanted to fuck me, but I wouldn't do it because, you know, that would compromise the church and my integrity. That was in Brazil that happened, yeah. So now on the ride back from Philly, he's like, oh, Mother Divine wanted to fuck me. And she said that if if she did, then, you know, we could, like, combine our churches. But, you know, I fucked her, and then she went back on it. Like, just never dropped the narcissistic bullshit. Yeah, dude, it was fucking brutal. So... So now we'll try he's and, on the amphetamines. Yeah, so we'll try and fast forward as quick as we can here. So it it, it gets to a point where not only the abuse they're doing in the inner circle, but they also there's one guy who, um, because of you know he was a known uh, he was a known pedophile that they who was supposed to be reformed that they led into the people's temple, believe and you know he committed an act against like a 16 year old kid once no. he joined the temple again. So now this guy should be punished, obviously, but the way they punished him was they had this dude take his nuts out on a table and fucking whacked them until they were unrecognizable as genitalia. Like they dude fucking bludgeoned this dude's nuts. Sounds sack. like the proper punishment for it. Pedophile. Does, but it's not something that like a, a socialist cult leader should be taking into his own hands. Like yeah. a pedophile should be turned over to the like that's how you're. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never turned him over to the authorities, and yeah. because he was a pedophile, he never went to the authorities himself after this punishment. But they were always doing abusive things like this to all the members, just humiliating them. He made one guy. He took his wife, like he took his wife pretty much, and fucking had a kid with her. And then made the dude sign a confession and talk about it in front of everyone that it was okay that that happened because Jim Jones was, you know, because he was him and he was great and divine. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, and made him, like, sign this confession in front of everyone and read aloud that, it, that he acknowledged that Jim Jones was the father of this child and was even okay with it. Like, he just humiliated people and, and this controlled the, the fuck out of heavy-duty lawyer that we were talking about a few yes. minutes ago. Wow. Yeah. So he just stole his wife because she was hot, fucked her, knocked her up. Had now the son that he had with her mm-hmm. was supposed to be like he didn't actually have sex with her. It was an immaculate conception, and he <laughs> is now going to be taking Jim Jones' seat. This is basically you know Jim Jones Jr. I forget what his name is. Me too, but actually. He he's going to be because I fill my brain with some other cult shit since <laughs> I listen to these that I can't fuck. I'm mixing up names now. He's the next coming of Christ as would-be Jim Jones. So as all things come to a head now, he begins this whole operation with the idea of going to Guyana because the whole thing is that America, he would tell like his black members that like your country's going to be coming for you soon and rounding you up and putting you in concentration camps. So he starts the whole operation in Guyana, which is not a lot of people. It was so easy for him to set... He actually went to the Guyana government and because they had been in a border dispute with Venezuela and Guyana didn't really have a fucking army... And Jim Jones, by this point, had, like, an armed group of, like, 30 guys who were, like, his protectors that were part of the temple. Like, carried, like, assault weapons and shit. Yeah, they were the elite of his inner circle. Yes. So they were like, sure, come on down, do whatever the fuck you want, start a town, be your own little thing, go ahead. Guy had a government actually let him do that. So it started off with only, like, maybe, like, 50, 100 people they sent down there to start clearing jungle to get ready for a socialist compound for them all to just live and, you know 
just how it, you know, the, the whole thing there was envisioned. Now we're finally talking about Jonestown. Yeah, that's, that's what Jonestown's what everyone knows. Yeah. This place in Everyone Guyana. thinks Jonestown was in Texas or something. Yeah, they all think it was in America. It was in no, South America. it was in fucking South America where this happens. Oh. Now, now, catch this. Now, so... Shit's about to start going down in America where a lot of the shit he's been doing, like his faked assassinations and all the, the, you know, all the, the bullshit that's just going on, all his sexual relationships, everything that's happening inside the temple is starting to come out. And there's about to be a bunch of news reports on this shit. But before it all comes out, he does shit like goes down to Guyana and he bought like, like bushels of awesome looking fruit and stacked it up. And took photos of of himself in front of this fruit and brought it back to the congregation. Told them like, "This is the fruits of the labor. This is the, what we're growing down in the Guyana." Like straight up, like bought North it, Korea. and then told everyone, "This is what we're growing down there. See, it's going to be like a paradise. Like, look at how self sustaining we're going to be. Oh it's like fucked up, dude. Right? So just as everything's about to come out on Jim Jones and all the bad shit's about to start hitting the press, he was already on a plane a few days before." And he got the numbers up to 900 fucking people down there. Okay? Down, went to Guyana with him to, to be in this. this sure. Is, why not? He's right. got all that fruit. And now at this point, somebody's got to eat it. Have either been in the cult for nearly 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, at this <coughs> point, like, you're following this guy to the bitter end because that's your life. If you haven't figured out in 30 years that the guy's insane, fuck you. Well, yeah. now, and I don't mean to cut the number slim, but it's not 30 years. It's only like 10. He started all this whole bit in the 60s. This is late 70s. He started all this shit in the late 60s is when he... Yeah, because he... Yeah. 27 years, I think. Is 20, what, so then when he started in the 50s then? I don't know exactly when it started and ended, but I, I do well, remember he does have saying some... that there was like people who were in the cult for nearly 30 years. Okay, gotcha. So they get down to Guyana, and now... It, all this time he spent to build up what he built, this whole fucking thing falls apart within a year of getting down to Guyana. Obviously, because not only are these people like ripping through jungle eighteen they're hours in a the day, rainforest. They're in the fucking like these people are from like they're from like fucking Indiana. Hey, yeah. um, I couldn't help but look around and notice there's no fruit. Yeah, where's all, all the fruit? fruit <laughs> <laughs> if you walk ten feet into the forest, everything wanted to kill you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Cats, bugs the size of fucking birds. Like, and these are people from Indiana. But yeah, they're, they're spending, farmers, not fucking yeah, jungle. Yeah, not jun- jungle livers. reconstruction engineers. Now, everything was actually going pretty smooth down in Guyana before Jim Jones and the mass populace showed up. For the initial people that showed up there, it was actually running pretty smooth. But once Jim Jones showed up... Yeah, once Jim Jones showed up, though, not only did all these extra people put a burden, but Jim Jones himself was... Super micromanaging. He was really fucked up on methamphetamines by this point, and he was paranoid. He he was done upstairs, gone. Mm-hmm. There was nothing left of Jim Jones that could even be that could even be considered slightly like a human. And like at this point, guys, we urge you, please, just pause the podcast for a minute. Go on YouTube, look up Jim Jones speeches at the end. Oh like, yeah, this because they recorded everything. They recorded fucking everything and it's all public record at this point so just listen to some of the speeches he would give on a daily basis the guy was cracked the fuck out at this point now are people exhausted from 18 hours of constant labor around the clock but then jim jones would keep them up for hours on end with his crazy speeches at the end of the night where he would just babble and ramble on and if people fell asleep he'd fire his gun sometimes to wake them the fuck back up tortured people abused them 
Um, and the people joined in. You want to hear the sickest thing is the cheering when you listen to the tapes. These were normal people that were just attending church at one point from fucking Indiana. And here they are. There was a woman who, because she babbled too much or talked too much, they punished this woman by snake. She, her deepest fear was snakes. Okay? They put like a fucking, like not a boa constrictor, but a it was, man. It was, it was a it? red tail Columbia boa Naked constrictor. Naked boa constrictor on her. And they have the audio of Jim Jones going, yeah, keep the fucking snake on her. Bitch never learns. She only fucking learns. You put the snake on her. And people are like cheering. And she's, dude, you want to... You want to cry listening. She's in hysteric tears. Please get a... I can't... Like, she's losing her shit, and the people are cheering, making cracks at her, while she sits there, terrified to the point where she's probably pissing herself with a snake on her, naked, you know, fucking clearly probably gaunt thin from no food and living in the dirty lifestyle they live, and this woman is just overall suffering. And not only that, but then you hear another woman walk up and go, this is what you get, bitch. This, yeah. you or not bitch they don't curse so like this well, Jim is what Jones you does get. though yeah he curses like crazy like this is what you get this is what you get you need to learn keep your your mouth shut keep your mouth shut why you talk so much why you run your mouth all the time you need to learn to shut up keep your mouth shut and the crowd just God. goes wild <laughs> please don't want to anymore and please like, get off me like in hysteria, is it and the weird crowd that I'm like is rock hard right now. Josh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Gosh> Town. <laughs> so, so we'll, now I'm gonna, so I'm gonna cut a little bit. So people are now, despite all this, okay. So it got to the point where something was arranged, and there's a lot of paranoid shit that happens in between this. There was one thing where he claimed the Guyana government was coming and had a siege against them. And they just had shots fired out in the jungle. So people were on edge for six straight days. And after he got on the actual horn with the you know Guyana president, who was like, dude, we're not coming after you. All he did was just get on the microphone and tell people, we won. Like, that's all he said. Like, they won the siege and the revolution. And people were like, oh, thank God we did. He was just constantly Yeah, what did they lying. call those? The Black Knights? The white knights were the things, the the meetings they had toward the end about how it was all going to go down. Yeah. Uh, but that was like called like the six day siege or some shit like okay. that. But um, so to cut to the, cut to the end. So yeah, get it's been, to the good part. So it's been like this for over a year. And Doctor Shocked, who's a doctor he's had on staff with him this whole time, who did weird experiments with people. Barely a doctor. Yeah, bar- like a pseudoscience doctor, dude. People would get drug away and kind of disappear from Jonestown and people wouldn't really see them again and they were kind of being held by Dr. Shock and he would do weird experiments in terms of like testing out the the potion on them and shit like that some people it was said one girl was kept completely drugged induced the entire time while they were down there for almost a year straight um, before she died from the final ending and she was just kept as a drugged up sex slave for yep. Shocked and Fuck. for for Jim Jones um, so <clears throat> this guy had been working on this potion the entire time a U.S. congressman and a bunch of journalists come down to Guyana to see what's going on. Because okay. the family of most of these people are freaking the fuck yeah. out. Like, get we my child back. She my has child been abducted. Seven yes. months. Yes. So, a U.S. congressman and a bunch of journalists go down to see what's going on. Now, they are, now there was big preparations for this because Jim Jones knew it was coming. So... The place actually looked, I mean, I don't want to say clean, but it was more organized when these guys got there. People were smiling. They were happy. 
and it seemed, and everyone they talked to were like, oh yeah, no, no, I, we couldn't be happy with the life they live. And they sound believable as shit. And most of them actually were happy because with Jim what they had Jones had. had spent weeks telling people what they needed to say during these three to four hour long speeches sermons. that he would give. So they show up and everything seems fine and it even gets to the point where they're serving a big dinner together and there's some audio of it and everyone's like, you know, happy that they're all having a dinner together. He's like, oh, I see from, you know, from what I've seen, it looks like, you know, there's a lot of great things happening here and like the people cheer and it's awesome, right? Well, during dinner, one of the members and his wife, they pass, the, they pass someone a note, one of the journalists. It's supposed to go directly to the congressman, but they accidentally passed it to one of the fucking journalists, Okay. And a kid saw a note get passed. The note said, please help us get out of Jonestown. Okay. Well, a kid saw it and they were programmed to like rat on each other for shit like this. And the kid started yelling out like, there's a note, there's a note, there's a note. But Jim Jones didn't react to it right away. Okay. He just let it go. The next morning they had the congressman and a few of the journalists like kind of cornered in an office with them, like talking about stuff. And they had one of, they had one of their fucking like, you know, Guyana henchmen pull out a knife and go up to the congressman. He's like, you're going to die motherfucker. But like. You know, he got tackled and taken to the ground and someone else got cut in the meantime and blood got splattered on the congressman. So at this point, the congressman like, is we're the fuck out of here. But he wants to try and take uh, like 11 families that yeah, come forth no, to get out. it was like nine people. Of 11 the 900 people, yeah. people. It was oh, 1% of the people. Yeah, only like, like nine or 11 or some shit. And down in Jonestown, they're like, we were willing to lose up to 13% of the people that were here. Like we thought a lot of people were going to leave. One percent. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, we won. Yeah, they're we thinking won good. again. Yeah, they're thinking we're gonna get. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are gonna leave, but they didn't. Like so, Jones was like Jones wasn't too banged up about these eleven people trying to go. So anyway, um, now this is also in the fucking late seventies. So it's not that easy just to arrange a second plane because the congressman didn't think he was gonna get many people out of there. I guess, or he just didn't think far enough ahead to get another plane. All they had was room for him and the journalist that came down. So anyway, so they're trying to get the fuck out of there. They get some of the people with them. Other people had escaped in the night through the jungle and like hopped the train. They yeah, had to like go for miles. Yeah, 14 people or yeah, something. not a lot. Or 22 people. It wasn't a lot. So after they left, though, Jim Jones, not being able to accept failure, sent a bus of his armed elite after the congressman and the journalists and the people. One plane got to take off. But the plane that had the congressman on it, they pulled up. And the Guyana army saw this happen, but they're like, we're not getting involved with Americans firing on each other. Fuck that. That yeah. becomes a diplomatic, like, inter... That's a war. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they just watched it happen. And they unloaded, killed all the people, including the congressman. A U.S. congressman got fucking killed under the order of Jim Jones from these elite guard. And Shit. Jim Jones knew what was going to go down. So he got doctor shocked, and they started to get the shit ready. And he started giving like this long speech to the people about how because of the people in America, we can't get the life we get. We can't get to live the way we want to. So it's going to have to end pretty much. And then the guys came back and Jim Jones saw and they told him it was done. So now Jones, no, look, now we killed a U.S. congressman. Jones, there's no fucking other way out. Yeah. So the elite guard began to surround the people and round them up to the pavilion. Shocked and the other bitch who was with Jim Jones, like his whoever, his right hand bitch. His right hand bitch. Every good cult leader, there is a crazy a right -hand bitch. bitch. And they start bringing out the barrels of the fucking concoction, the flavor aid, and just start and peep and they pull out the syringes to like put in their mouths and whatnot, the plungers, okay? Of the because it wasn't cups. The elite, the five people at the end took cups. Well, the adults. Yeah, the adults. But for the kids, they want to just give it to them. So they just start unloading this. Flavor aid poison. It was cyanide too. So it wasn't 
He kept telling people, oh, there's no pain, like you're going to go. They were foaming at the mouth, seizing infants, toddlers, kids, full ages. They first. They first. And their Did parents. Did you hear the audio Dude, yes. of the people? Fucking yes. Sickening. And there's parents willingly turning their kids over to it. And like, yeah, well, this is. And so now, and now here's what's crazy. The whole event was four hours long of the flavor aid distribution between these people. So while and kids went two first, hours in, you're hearing kids still dying a horrific death, and women and men are walking up to the stage and saying, Jim Jones is a god among men. He has taken us to salvation. He is bringing us to the new world. He is our master. He is the man. He is the most... You know, like, just singing his praises while children are screaming in agony from cyanide death. And when it was all over, in that four, four hours. Four and a half hours. So kids first, people and dying. the adults. Guys, are, I'm mm. seriously about to come in my pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> have to relax on this. <laughs> so after four hours of this shit, at the end, of the, um, people who were hiding in the jungle said they heard a gunshot. When, it, when most of it was done, they heard one gunshot. And it took like an hour later, and then they heard the second gunshot. So it was Jones and his right-hand woman were the last two to go after 918 people fucking died. She put a bullet in Jones' head and just laid him down, facing up with his head on a pillow. And then like an hour later, I guess she was straightening up. Yeah, I mean, just tidying up the joint. She was done making sure that everyone else had done the deed. Yeah, and then she blew her head off too. And that... Is how Jonestown came to a fucking end. Nine hundred and eighteen people flavorated in South America who started off as like regular people in fucking Indiana who were just trying to go to church. Three hundred kids, like three hundred children, infants, toddlers, three hundred, three hundred adults, adults, and then three hundred elder, elderly. Yeah, they, it was pretty much divided Fuck in thirds. Dude, that's Jonestown. Audio was one of the most chilling things yeah. I've heard in my entire like I I was at work listening and That's uh, a fucked up thing to be listening to. I, I listened to it on my way to and home from working from with, poisoning. I'm yeah. working with a guy uh side by side and I stopped working, I put the hose down and I just took a couple steps back and my face was white and he looks at me, he goes, Are you okay? And I just shook my head no and tapped my headphones. He goes, What are you listening to? I'm like I'm listening to, a, to like a podcast documentary about Jonestown, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "I, I just I shut up. I, I'm not I, talking to I you. I can't. <laughs> I can't." And I started crying, and I walked away. Like <laughs> a, I'm a grown ass man at a garage full of grown ass men, and I cried and walked outside. And now like, I'm gonna have was, to clean my underwear. It was the most <laughs> fucked up thing that I had ever heard. Like it was, it was truly horrifying. So now you see why, if I would have done Jonestown, I might have even won the Olympics. Uh, you, oh yeah, you'd have won the Olympics. That's so fucked yeah. up. You'd have won the Olympics like six, three, and three. Yeah, like, yeah. you'd have won. Fucking Jonestown was, and the world had never seen anything like that before. I mean, that was that's fucking crazy. The power that one man who can talk can yep. have over can thousands wield. of other people. So, 
Now that we're done with Jonestown, <laughs> do either one of you guys have any funny shit to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're at an hour already. That's great. That's great. Well, then let me go through some funny shit then, okay? If you guys don't mind. You down for some something Absolutely. a little more lighthearted? Yeah, what do we got? Well, I've got some fun gods first off. And wait till I pull up the pictures. <laughs> wait till I pull up the pictures. Okay, so, oh yeah, check my Instagram. Um, you know, should have checked it after the last episode. I definitely am going to put up some good shit. Um, you know, check. You're going to see pictures of these crazy gods. Some of the shit some of these other wackos believe in. I'll get some pictures of Marshall Applewhite up. This is going to be fucking great, okay? Um, real wackadoos. Real wackadoos. So let's talk about um, one of my favorite strange gods, okay? Pan. Ancient Greece. Yeah. Okay? Pan uh, is actually where you get the term pansexual, okay? Because pansexuals are, um, they, they, I mean, they'll pretty much fuck anything, okay? If they're the Todd. Yeah, right, exactly. So Pan. Now he was he was now it's a weird combination of shit. Um, he was a god of he was a god of all kinds of things. I can smell that. Uh, god of methane. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Here it comes. Oh Jesus Christ on a cross. It's oh, a hole in God. the back of his pants. So <laughs> quick, Dan, where can they find us? <laughs> <laughs> Search Facebook for some part. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now the first few things he's the god of kind of makes sense. They tie together shepherds, <laughs> flocks, forests, hunters. Eric is gagging on his own fart. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's stuck in my coat. <laughs> it's stuck in my coat. You're about to turn that. You're about to turn that black jacket brown. So anyway, so he's he's the god of all these things like hunters and forests and shepherds and flocks, things that kind of sort of all tie in together. And then I know where he's also the god of fucking fertility. Yeah, okay, why not? Um, now what's Weird about him being the god of fertility, he's like one of those goat-looking people, like like from Narnia. Like he's got the goat bottom mm -hmm. and the kind of goatish-looking head, but then a human torso and middle and shit like that. Okay. And he <laughs> tries to fuck everything: goddesses, nymphs, men, women, even animals. And dude, I gotta show you this statue. I'm gonna upload it on Instagram. It is a statue of him pinning down a goat and fucking it. And it's not just like pelvis is touching, so it could be misconstrued as him wrestling. It's actually there. He There's is a, hate fucking it no, into the ground. His his hips are pulled back from the goat whose legs he have in the air, and they took the time to carve the shaft. So you just see like half tip in this goat's ass whose legs are in the air and there's there's cock. There's crafted cock. Where's the picture? I've got to pull it up. I've got to pull it up. So there's crafted cock in this goddamn thing. Look, see the shaft? Yeah. Fucking the goat, dude. That goat's dude, like fucking yeah. missionary style yeah. too. I thought he was gonna be like doggy raping. No, it. but they actually like, look. They're they're he almost looking, making love. He is looking gingerly into that goat's eyes. He is. He is. He's being very sweet with this goat. And the goat is looking right back. Wait till you see this picture when I fucking upload this. Shit. <laughs> so this is Pan. Okay. All right. Now, um, I think one of the and the man. I think one of the reasons why he's my fucking favorite. Is because, <laughs> is because fucks animals. No, because he's perverted. I'm perverted. He's also like he's perfect. He's like if I was gonna worship a god back then, and it's like oh he's the god of hunters. Cool. The forests. Cool. Like so far I'm in. Yeah, you know I mean like shepherds and flocks and the outdoors and all this shit. And he's the god of fucking. It's like well this is a this is a great fucking pair. This is the like, god for me. This is the god for me. Um, and we get a few terms from him. Like I said, pansexual. Um, and we even get panic because. 
uh, panic comes from he would go into deep snoozes after his uh, you know his excursion sexually sexual exploits and if he was to be woken up his growls would be heard echoing apparently and it would induce panic in the local people so that's where they get the term panic from is from pan so um, but to me, he was just a really weird fucking god. That picture alone sold it for me. He's just pinning down this goat and rounding it in the butthole. I mean, we've all seen the movie <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth, and fuck that foreign film. Yeah, that's, that's a weird one. That's yeah. a real fucking weird one. So, that's Pan. That's one of my weird gods I have. Half goat thing fucks everyone, uh, including full goats. Okay, right. Good Josh, shit. Why don't you drop an ISIS bomb on us? That's right. Oh, an ISIS bomb? Oh, I didn't want to get into ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck ISIS. I'm All not right. talking about ISIS. Let's talk about something a little bit more fun. Nuwabianism. Yes! Nuwabianism is uh, this this uh, bunch of people who are like, they're African people, but they're from like Chicago or something. They're, they're an American cult. Uh, they believe that aborted fetuses live in the sewers Plotting their revenge. <laughs> what? You mean like a flush goldfish? They believe, what? They believe that Satan had a child in New York with Jackie Kennedy, <laughs> and this kid was raised by Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they believe aliens are coming to take 144,000 chosen ones into the sky with them, uh, and their leader, Dwight York, was sentenced Dwight to a, York. Dwight York was sentenced to 135 years in prison for racketeering, child sex slave tra- trafficking, and child molestation. <laughs> so now we got some nice child fucking involved with this new Bobbyanism cult where the fetuses swim in the sewers plotting to come up through your toilets. Uh, right alongside all the dead gerbils and dead goldfish. <laughs> just plotting their revenge. That Isn't is, that a fun cult? That is... is fun, <laughs> you would have won most fun to be in. <laughs> in Chicago, do women just abort their fetuses into the toilet? Yeah, like... So, yeah, I was gonna say, the, the sewer, like... <laughs> What kind of abortion clinics they have in Chicago? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to judge them. You know, I'm not going to judge them. However, um, here's another one: the Church of Euthanasia. <laughs> I saw this. This is one of my favorite There's, ones. One of them's actually holding a sign that said, w- "Would it say like save something, kill yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like save the earth, kill yourself." So <laughs> like, the oh leader's God. name is Chris Corda, and this uh, this cult is dedicated to the depopulation of the world. Yes, they believe a in cult that suicide. I can get behind. Thinning the Absolutely. herd. Yeah. Suicide. There are their four main pillars: suicide, cannibalism, sodomy, and abortion. All right, can I yeah. just and pull sodomy. a Henry Zabrowski and that's metal as fuck. And yes, it is. They are recognized in America as a nonprofit educational organization. <laughs> <laughs> A not for profit. <laughs> oh my god! Educational organization. Yeah. That is so uh, those yeah, are awesome pillars to be based on: <laughs> sodomy, abortion, Jesus, cannibalism, right. and suicide. Cannibalism. <laughs> it's great. It's good stuff. So if you fuck a dude in the ass and then eat him, you're, you've already got two pillars knocked out in one night. <laughs> good just shit. Off yourself, <laughs> and you're good to go. <laughs> Three out of four, bad. Um, so there's this cold. Uh, called Family International, run by Baptist pastor David Bird. All right, so the members all believe that we are living in the last days. 
and you know all the prophecies are coming true and we are about to hit the uh, the time of the antichrist the time of the end of the world okay um they have sex as often as possible with however many people they can um and in this cult uh, lesbianism is you know encouraged and totally cool Absolutely. but homosexual homosexuality is banned <laughs> so it's just like real life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't boof dudes, you faggot. By all means, scissor, don't boof scissor dudes, you until faggot. you get vapor lost. Yeah. The more rug you eat, the better. All right. Good shit. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's basically the most fun cold I have right there. It's Family International. Awesome. Fuck I love them. How often you can? <laughs> Man, I've got another. Fun God, okay? Weird-ass God. Um, Sheila Na Giggs, okay? Now, this actually translates... It's Irish... It's Irish and, Sheila? Yeah. It actually translates to... Like, literally means old hag of the breasts. Sheila okay? <laughs> It means old hag of the breasts. Yeah, Sheila Na Giggs... Whatever the fuck it is pronounced. Um, now, well, I'm the only Irish one here, so fuck So you, you would know, right. Shil- I'm 15% I'm Irish. Irish. Okay. Now, no, Irish, you like, two are both Degos and No, I'm Polacks, like 70% so. Irish. Degos and Polacks. <laughs> you look like a Dego. I'm actually a third... <laughs> so I'm judging you. I'm actually a third Scottish. Thank you very much. The two of you have more facial hair and... Well, you're actually got red. You're a, a bit red. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I've got some of the Irish on up. Anyway, strawberry. so now my phone shut off because it's a piece of shit. We'll see if it turns back on or not. Okay. So I've got a picture oh, now. <laughs> you guys keep interrupting my God with your farts. <laughs> <laughs> so That one wasn't me for once. This God, um, actually, there's statues of her over Ireland. And she just looks like an old alien-like hag. And the statues depict her straight up spreading her vagina lips. Oh yeah, you've seen these before. I've seen them. And dude, I, when I mean spread, I just mean like, I mean like, like grip, grip, fucking labia majora, spread majora, Not and just fucking bang. Straight up fucking <coughs> porterhouse. Yeah, dude. Just and it's this old, looks like ET spreading its vagina lips. Now this god sounds sloppy. This guy did that. Of course. Sounds frothy. Yeah. <laughs> A little frothy, little moist. Now, of course, she was another, you know, she was another god of, like, you know. Nailed Got it. it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't sure, I was, I wasn't sure if you guys were still going. Um, you were in the middle of something. No, so, um, uh, yeah, my phone's dead, so I'm not going to get to show you the picture. So, Josh, here, if you can online at some point, look up that name, and I'll show you guys what we're Oh, yeah, that, that look up, look up that name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What is this, flashcards? Can I have that? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Top name, Sheila or whatever. Now, the thing about her is she would try to do this. Like, this was actually her way of attracting suitors, was spreading the vagina lips, and she looked like an old hag. (laughs) Obviously, she was turned down And guys are like, tuna? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Lobster fest? No. So, now she was turned down a lot, clearly, but the trick was that when a suitor would accept her, despite her disgusting appearance... Once she was accepted, she would then melt away. Kind of like the Beauty and the Beast oh bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, dude, spread the lips. Like, straight up. Spread it wide. That pussy goes up to the belly button. Yeah. All day. What the She's fuck? got a goatsy. 
So now once she was being accepted. Look at this fucking picture. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so no, we can actually talk about turtles now. (laughs) Yeah, she looks like a turtle with a pussy. Don't worry, you will see these on Instagram. They will be glorious. Oh my God, look at that one. (laughs) 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 It looks like a Muppet. Dude. Irish people And that's suck where the hand art. for the puppet goes. Oh, <laughs> Irish people are terrible at art. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> These real eyes fucking are drunk. not symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the eyes I was And this looks like a to. dude. You <laughs> <laughs> said it looks like Goatsy. Oh my god. Why is one eye always fucked up? But yeah, nasty shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Completely nasty. Now, that course, is gnarly. She was usually turned down, and the thing was, if she ever did get accepted by a suitor, she would, like, melt away then into a beautiful woman who would actually have sex. So if she was accepted... rock your fucking yeah, world. She, so you didn't have sex with that, but most people turned her down. It's kind of like the test. Like I said, like that Beauty and the Beast bitch who rolls up with the rose, and she's an old hag, and he's like, no, fuck you, you're ugly, get out. And then she, like, turns into, like, this beautiful chick, and she's like, well, fuck you, you're a beast now. Uh, well, I want a Sheila and the Gig figurine for my house. So do I. <laughs> These things are so cool. <laughs> this one is so creepy. Have <laughs> like you run out of glass. Oh god! We have a friend who's a glass blower. Yeah, you need to, you need to have her Kitty, make you a, a giant spread pussy. So Sheila and the Gig, look that one up too. Another awesome god. So you got Pan wow. and Sheila and the Gig, um, and then if you guys don't have anything else, I've got one last thing to go, go over. For go it, for it, I am done. You guys ever heard of Universe People? Nope. Something tells awesome. me I have heard that term before. Now, I will save a different uh, cult I actually researched for another time, but let's do universe people. These guys still exist. Now, of course, their massive plan went away uh, back in 2013 when they were supposed to evacuate the entire planet. Clearly, clearly it didn't fucking happen. But anyway, so this whole shit... I read the scripture wrong. Ivo Benda is the dude's name, okay? Believes extraterrestrial beings have fleets of starships orbiting the planet that, of course, only he can communicate with. I will bend your wife over my bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like, too. And, I saw the picture. And, of course, only he can communicate with them. You gotta go- If you just Google Universe People right now, you will see the pages of the bullshit. Colorful diagrams, all kinds of shit. So there's these spaceships circling Earth. Fleets of them. Now, who are they ran by? Well, first off, the, the fleets are ran by... This is their main guy. His name is Ashtar Shireen. He looks like Legolas dressed in a yeah. Star Trek <laughs> outfit, okay? Yeah, he's one of the Nordics. <laughs> yeah, now he is the commander, guys, of the Grand Cosmic Squadron, which has 10 million ships in his fleet, okay? Um, so that's... that. Now, don't fuck with him. Now, this gentleman here... Dan making excellent use of the printer at work. <laughs> Shut up! The printer here... And then, of course, we have... Now, this gentleman, Ptah, is 732 years old. Oh, (laughs) Captain Kirk. Now, he's got the smaller fleet, okay, and he's only got about 100,000 ships. So these guys are circling the planet, and the grand ship, there's even graphs of... The main ship's gonna take most people away is like forty three kilometers that looks long. Like a penis. It yep. looks like a butt It looks like yeah. See up here it looks like a big glasses case yeah. floating through fucking space. <laughs> yeah. And it's just got open lands for people to chill on. And there's no real basis to them except he said he started receiving communications from them. He wrote down there are all kinds of babbling messages from them that are barely translated properly into English, okay? It's just, it's fucking brutal. And every now and then you see pictures of these guys mixed with pictures of Jesus for no fucking reason. They tell you that we're all going to get chipped 
and like there's all these like evil Sauron spirits they're called that are gonna fucking plant chips in us and we gotta get out we're gonna evacuate wasn't that the wizard yeah, from the, the yeah the they're called like Saurons yeah that's yeah. exactly how it's spelled it looks okay. like Legolas he fights yeah. Sauron yeah. Sounds yeah. like someone read a little bit too Sounds... much science fiction as a kid. Absolutely. And what now the impressive thing about these freaks is that if you Google universe people, there is so much time devoted not to the structure of this website because it's piss poor and slopped together, but the amount of information that had to be typed out is fucking insane. Just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, upwards of a thousand messages typed out, a whole evacuation schedule for all 200 countries and like the counties and how they were going to evacuate by sex and age where are and we going yeah oh there we're are going go on that on that ship yeah we're okay. all going on those ships okay World where population. we're where we're going after that i don't even fucking know they don't even fucking know but the universe <laughs> people but we're going still in operation no ever mass suicide or anything like that but they are but still, they're working on it. They're still, still waiting. waiting for that shift. Still waiting for just that big like evacuation. A, just like the Jews are waiting for their savior and the Christians are waiting for Christ to come back. But I will make sure that I get pictures of all that fun stuff online for people. And where uh, can they find those things online? Well, if they're going to go ahead and check Instagram, you can find my Instagram, Danny T underscore WITG podcast. I'm going to have shit from the last cult episode as well as a religious shit from this one. A lot of hysterical pictures are coming up, so get ready. Uh, where else can they find us on Instagram there, Pots? Um, I'm going to put a picture of a bludgeoned ball sack on, Good stuff. Uh, on Jim Jones' behalf on WITG Pod on Instagram. Um, I'm going to put up pictures. You get away with that on Instagram? No. I'm going <laughs> to put up pictures. Of, dude, there's porn stars on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put up some more pictures of the knives that I'm making. I just actually made a handmade some Damascus, or actually... San Mai Damascus, which is called Mokujume, I believe is the Japanese word. I uh, take three pieces of metal with a inner core, made a badass knife out of it, so I'll be throwing that up there. I just like pimping my own shit. Search Bro. Facebook or Google for who invited this guy, and you will find some of our shit. Yeah, you'll probably right. find it with Facebook. You'll definitely find it with you'll Google. You'll find it. Okay. Um, make sure you check us out. iTunes, Podbean, Spreaker, Stitcher. We're all over the fucking place, and hopefully soon... We'll be on Google Play. Um, or maybe by the time you hear this fucking episode, you will be. So <coughs> check us out wherever you can. Leave us reviews, comments. Send us whatever you can. We'd love to know how you think we're doing. Um, you know, Another great episode. Another great a great pairing of episodes, actually, over these last couple weeks. So I'm, yeah. I'm really excited Pairs about these well two. well with the gallon and a half of liquor and beer we drank. This yeah, <laughs> awesome. And I'm still standing. And I'm not like, I'm not like oh, I fucking hate oxen because they're fat. You know, like none of that. You know, we're good. Uh, so it wasn't too bad this time. <laughs> Something we all know we so cold yeah. in the garage in fucking mid March right now. Yeah, this is bullshit. My balls hurt, dude. My yeah. dickhead was cold in the middle of the last episode. <laughs> yeah, but back a month ago in February, my dick has shrunken inside yeah. my body. It's, right it's turtlenecking to get warm. Yeah, a month ago in February, we went through a week of like seventy degree weather. Like, yeah, yeah, the garage door was open. Oh, and now we have another nor'easter coming in. Apparently over the weekend. Yep. Can't wait. Yeah, good stuff. So, for uh, another fantastic episode of Who Invited This Guy, we're going to get wrap this one up. So, here we are to say, as always, go fuck yourself. Please, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself.